listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's American RVer. Glad you could join us for our 100th show. We have a great webisode lined up. Our journeys took us to Box Elder, South Dakota, where we stayed at the America's Mailbox Campground, our home address. We spoke with owner Don Humes about his vision that is now America's Mailbox. We then go downtown to Rapid City and Main Street Square. Megan Whitman, executive director of the square, tells us about this unique park. We also speak with granite sculptor Masayuki Nagasi about his vision for the park. It's wonderful to have you with us for our 100th show. Welcome to this very special edition of American RVer. It's our 100th episode, and we are so excited to be at our home in Rapid City, South Dakota for this show. And we're interviewing Don Humes, who is the owner of America's Mailbox, and that really is our home address in South Dakota. Don, thanks for joining me today. It's my pleasure. Tell me about how you came up with the idea for America's Mailbox and what exactly this is. Well, Barb and I are both full-time RVers ourselves and have been for now for nearly 12 years. And we used to use other mail forwarding companies as well. Mm -hmm. And for a variety of reasons, we didn't like the service that we got. I didn't think the, the price was right, the service was right. So we started doing research and uh, here we are today. Uh, we, we couldn't find one that we liked, so need meets opportunity and right here we are. and were you uh as a full-time RVer were you spending a lot of time in South Dakota is that why you picked South Dakota for your home address no actually Barb and I bounced all over the country when we first started this 12 years ago we, we were going to give this RVing thing 12 years uh you know, you know as, as a thing to try uh -huh. and somewhere in the first couple of years if we decided we liked it we'd keep it going uh -huh. uh, well you know we decided that we liked it so much we're gonna keep going well a lot of people who are new to RVing or maybe new to full-timing kind of wonder where they should go or how this whole mail thing works. Can you tell us a little bit about how the mail forwarding service works and how the home address works in South Dakota? Well, when we first you know, started zoning in on the decision to, uh, to start a company like America's Mailbox, I started doing my, my research as to what's the you know, best state to do this in. And when, you, when I looked at the entire picture, not just one state here and one state there, because you know, you know, some states do different things and so on, uh, you know, South Dakota clearly and plainly won. And once we narrowed it down to South Dakota, I started looking at the differences between the counties. And Pennington County, which is Rapid City, uh, that was the best area. It met all the criteria and so on. So as we decided to open up America's Mailbox, and our official opening date was June 1st of 2004, and wow. we, we had a little op, you know, office suite uh, on Main Street. Uh, uh, I was my only customer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was about a month and a half before uh, I got my first customer at a, at a rally down in Hutchison, Kansas. Good Sam rally. And um, that gentleman who's the very first customer is still with us today. No kidding. No kidding. He's, 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 he's my best customer. <laughs> and how many thousands more have joined America's Mailbox since that 10 years ago? Oh thousands. Uh, we are the second largest mail forwarding company in the country for, you know, for our market. Wow. Uh, we do thousands and thousands of people's mail uh, and we also do, do literally thousands and thousands of vehicle registrations every year out of this office. That was the other thing I wanted to ask you about because as a full-timer and you need to have a home address 
a physical address um, so you can register your vehicles. Mm -hmm. What do you do for your customers in terms of registration? Well, our company's unique is that we have a staff of uh, three ladies who do nothing but vehicle registrations. Uh, other companies, when they say they do vehicle registration, they, what they're really saying is you send us the paperwork and we'll take a look at it and take it down to the county building. Because here in South Dakota, the, the county dispenses license plates. Right. Here at America's Mailbox, we actually do all the paperwork. And it takes a long time to train somebody. Uh, to, to train uh, minimally takes six months, and become and before they become very uh, you know good at it, it takes right around a full year. Oh no kidding! There's a lot of variables about it. We do everything here. We've got a staff you know, of notary public, so we can even take care of that. Uh, and you can even get your license plates here in South Dakota uh, long distance. We take care of everything for you. The, uh, there's no vehicle inspections up here. Right. So my staff uh, can go down to the county, pick up the, the, the member's license plates, come back to the office, and the member will get a phone call or an email saying, we have your license plates, what would you like us to do with them? And we'll either put it in the, in the customer's box or we'll send them off to wherever they are in the country. Now, do you have to have your driver's license in South Dakota in order to use this mail forwarding service? No, not at all, uh, although it's a good idea. The mm -hmm. core purpose of any mail forwarding company is to, well, forward the mail. Mm -hmm. It's a benefit, it's a, it's a perk, if you will, that if you want to, you can use our address to establish residency. Now, the thing that makes a resident is, uh, the main thing is driver's license. So, you know, South Dakota would like to see uh, people up here with a short time of getting their, their license plates so they can take their picture and put on a driver's license. Right. Now, when the person comes up here, by federal law, they are required to spend at least one night in a hotel, motel, or campground. I have a hotel and I own a campground all right here on premises for our members. In fact, while the campground's open to the public, the hotel's not. We keep ah. that just specifically just for America's mailbox members. Uh, right, it, so if someone doesn't want to bring their RV here and they want mm -hmm. to just drive in to establish their residency, they can do that and Absolutely. stay at your hotel. They can drive in, they can fly in. We've had oh, people sure. come up here in their corporate jets and uh, you know, they'll you know, grab a rental car and come over here or I'll meet them at the airport or something. And uh, they spend, like, as I said, one night in our hotel and they can go down to the driver's license facility. Driver's license in South Dakota is quite reasonable. It costs $20, uh -huh. a CDL costs 25 There's no driving test required, presuming you have a valid driver's license. Uh, the only test they're gonna ask you to do is please place your forehead down a box and read the third or fourth line down. Yeah, make sure you can see. Exactly, <laughs> and usually the entire process to get a driver's license in South Dakota, from the time you walk in to the time you walk out of the driver's license facility with your license in your hand is typically around 20 minutes. And that's with no appointment, no reservations or anything. Oh, that's very different from a lot of other places yes, it is. in the country. I, I've heard horror stories yeah. from states like California and some other states where they go in there and they have to make a reservation and it's an all-day affair. South Dakota, typically 20 minutes. And that's on a busy day. Yeah. Now, another thing, uh, we're staying in your campground, which we're enjoying. It's a nice, quiet little place. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finding that a lot of people are staying here 30 days so they can also get a concealed carry permit. That's correct. Uh, by, uh, by state law, to get a concealed weapons permit, it's, it's actually much easier here than most other states. That's also the reason why I, I formed the corporation here. To get a, a concealed weapons permit here in this county, it'll cost $10. <laughs> it's good for five years. There's no test involved. Uh, you, you simply stay here for 30 days. 
You go down to the county sheriff's office, you fill out the form, of course, it has your name, address, date of birth, that sort of thing. They'll, have, they'll ask you two main questions, is are you a convicted felon? Uh, and or, you know, have you ever spent time in a mental institution? If you answer both those questions appropriately, uh, you will pay the person behind the desk $10, and about a week and a half later, you'll get a temporary card from Pennington County Sheriff's Office, mm -hmm. and uh, about another week or so after that, uh, you'll get a laminated uh, card that's good for five years from the Department of Public Safety uh, from PEER, which is the capitalist well, here in Well, I South think Dakota. that's really great because I know a lot of RVers do use um, guns for protection or want to feel that safety mm -hmm. and security. So it's nice to be able to have a place to come to so you can take care of that business as well. Yes. Now tell me about your staff here. How many people do work for you at America's Mailbox? I've got a wonderful staff and frankly, you know, and I give them full credit for everything. Um, you know, I, yes, I had the idea for America's Mailbox, but the staff does, does the job here. I have absolutely the highest praise for them. Um, you know, we, right now we have a, about 20 people working here, mm. which is quite large for a company you know, like this. Most mail forwarding companies will be, you know, four or five, maybe six people. Mm -hmm. uh, most mail forwarding companies will operate out of a storefront or a spare bedroom or something. My building alone here is nearly 9,000 square feet, and we're building onto it. Wow. Uh, we're already, you know, we're expanding our campground. Uh, when it's all said and done, we'll have about 100, 110 sites here. Wow. Uh, we, you know, we have other things in the plan and so on. But uh, what really helps us is, is the staff. The staff is really, you know, the, the heart and soul. What are some of the other services that you offer here besides mail forwarding, campground, hotel, <laughs> well, it, it sounds it, like a lot already. Well, it is, but the idea is really quite simple. If you can imagine America's mailboxes as, as, the, as the center or the hub of a wheel and all the other entities around it, you know, they're all attached. America's mailbox is the core business. Uh, on, on, on one spoke, you might say, we have you know, America's best insurance. Uh, Charles is uh, my, my agent in charge. We write up insurance policies, you know, for uh, uh, people that are RVers, uh, you know, truck drivers, and, and so on. Uh, you know, and Charlie is not a captive agent, which means he works with a number of different companies. Mm -hmm. Typically, right now, there's uh, four or five companies he works with. So when somebody, buy, you know, gets license plates, he, we can take care of the insurance right here in the office. Great. And that's a very big convenience. So we have the insurance part. Uh, we also have a, uh, a service facility for RVs here, and uh, you know we, a gentleman named Bob, and he works back there. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, he's, he's an independent contractor. He's a certified RV technician. Uh, so he can do everything from engines to interior. Well, we don't do heavy engine work. You know, okay. if somebody blows a piston or blows a crankshaft, no. But, but there are can, places around here that we send that to. Okay, but he can change your transmission fluid or... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oil changes, he, all, he works on refrigerators and gotcha. air conditioners, uh, sure. you, know, you know, and jack systems. Yeah. Again, he's a certified RV, RV technician. Terrific. Uh, so, so we have that with us. Um, we are going to be expanding on that. Uh, when it's all said and done, we'll, we will not only work on RVs, but also big trucks, uh, you know, semis and cars as well. We'll have about a 15 to 20 service bay facility. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the campground, as I said, we're gonna have about 110 uh, sites. Uh, I also own a uh, RV dealership. Oh, I just got my okay. dealership license. Okay. So we're gonna be buying and selling RVs you know, for our members. 
I'll be able to purchase an RV at an auction for our customers and, and you know, work with them on that. And, or, and if they want, we can place their RV uh, on, on the front of our location because mm -hmm. you know we're located right on the interstate. Right, yeah, and right next to Flying J. So if you're yes. driving down 90, exit 61, see the Flying J and you're almost home. Oh, it's not only that, but Flying <laughs> J's over there. But uh, some of the people that we are staying at our camp on right now is, uh, is building a Love's truck stop at the next exit right. down. So we're going to be right between two major truck stops Yeah, that's here in great. South Dakota. It sounded like a perfect location for you. It is. That's why I chose this location. Right. Uh, across the street, uh, we're planning on doing concerts and events and farmer's markets and things like that. Uh, so there's really, a lot going on. When someone comes to see you here, they don't ever have to leave. You'll exactly. have to get a grocery store next. That ain't going to happen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Good. Uh, but no, there, there's a lot of things coming here. Excellent. And, and again, this is just the, the core of the operation. Everything right. else, it all works together. Good. As a matter of fact, when we hire somebody, because the mail forwarding portion is the, the core business, mm -hmm. no matter who it is that, that comes on work here, uh, they always start in the mail room. Hmm. And that's because they have to know how the business operates. Uh, when, when I hired my general manager, uh, when my son uh, came back, he's, he's a retired uh, Army trauma medic, uh, even he, I mean, everybody starts in the mail room because they have to learn how that operation works and from there, you know, the knowledge is built. Oh, fantastic. Well, I look forward to seeing how America's mailbox grows and changes over the years and how her home expands. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> a, a lot to it. You know, when I started the company, it's built on two basic principles. And this is, you know, this is the sad part of America's business today, is that a lot of businesses have lost their way. Uh, and, and those two things are, are simple. The golden rule, and of course, everybody knows what that is. Treat people like you want to treat yourself. And use common sense. Mm. And, those are, and those two things will never change here. Um, you know, uh, I, I will never close this company down. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, even upon my passing, it will simply continue. Uh, my son will take it over. Okay. Uh, so this company will, will, con you know, will continue to, uh, you know, to go on and exist Good. for the decades to come. That's awesome. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes and just telling us about oh, America's Mailbox. You're Appreciate very it. welcome. Well, we're going to go back and meet Bob in the RV repair shop and find out a little bit more about that portion of this business. And then we'll be right back with more of American RVer. Thanks for staying with us. Stay with us for more on America's Mailbox in Box Elder, South Dakota. Stoneboss is the nation's leader in slide toppers and awnings. We use only the best materials sewn with solar fixed PTFE thread that prevents slide topper and awning failure due to thread rot. Our fully reversible toppers have double stitched perimeters for strength and come with a three year warranty which is unmatched in the industry. Find out why so many motor coach owners prefer our custom made awning products by calling 352-942-0224 for a no obligation free quote. Visit our website at www.stoneboss.com. We're at the RV repair shop at America's Mailbox, and joining me now is Bob O'Doggery, and he is the shop manager for the RV repair services. Yes. Bob, how long have you been here, and how did this whole thing get started? We started this uh, April 1st of this year after uh, a personal friend of mine passed away, Jesse Rossin, out of Pahrump, Nevada. Mm. Uh, I worked with him part-time, but he was my trainer 14 years ago when I first started doing this. Uh, in Bowling Green, Kentucky when I had to go undercover for corporate America to one of the manufacturers that was being 
embezzled a lot of money. And I didn't know anything about RVs except that they were boxes with old people in it that <laughs> annoyed me. And uh, now I know RVs. So and you learned all the inside systems and outside systems? Yes, I did. Okay, so what are the kinds of things, what's the scope of repair that you can do for an RV here? We do roofs all the way down to axles, to minor engine work, all the appliances, flooring, anything. Wow, so not only can someone come to America's Mailbox to get their mail forwarded, they can come here for RV repairs, they can stay in the campground. There's a lot here for everybody. Yep. Do you only work on customers of America's Mailbox or are you open to the public? We're open to the public. We're actually called America's RV Service and we take care of all of America. Fantastic. Any, anybody that drives through, they're welcome to get worked on. Okay, great. So what we'll do now is we'll go see Charlie, who is uh, Don's son, and see what other kind of services America's Mailbox provides for their customers. We're here with Charles Humes, and he's the operations manager for America's Mailbox. Charles, tell me about how you got involved with America's Mailbox and what your background is to be operations manager now. And that how I got involved is Donald is my father mm -hmm. when he started the company and that I put in an application as kind of a joke for operations manager or general manager. At the time I was in the military, I did 10 years as a combat medic. Oh, wow. When I got out, I came up here to learn the family business. I started off in the mail room. Sorted mail like everyone Oh else. yeah, everybody who starts here starts in the mail room. And then I worked my way up front, worked the front desk for a while, helped out in vehicle registrations, mm -hmm. and then moved into the operations chair. Okay. So my background is logistics. I have three degrees in mechanics. Oh wow. And I ran aid stations and ran traumas while I was in the military. Wow, That's what my a, job was. You have a varied background. That's great. Um, and being a mechanic, you know a little bit about RVs then. Mm -hmm. um, the other part you do, I understand, is now RV insurance. Yes, I do the insurance as well. I'm an agent for four different companies, which are National Interstate, Triumph, Progressive, and Foremost. Oh, great. Yeah, those are the big them. ones that write for RVs. Yes. Yeah. Well, good. Right, so I do a lot of business with them and try and find the best price I can for our customers mm -hmm. to best suit their needs and what they want for their insurance. Good. Well, it sounds like there's a lot that America's Mailbox offers um, RVers on the road, whether they're full-time or part-time, and insurance is just one more part of that. And that our goal is to be able to help them get absolutely anything they want related to RVs, mm -hmm. and that from they can walk in off the street in a car and we can assist them all the way up to the out to see the country and live their dreams. Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me today, Charles. I appreciate it. Not a problem and thank you for your time. You're welcome. We'll be back with more of American RVer in just a moment. We'll be right back after the break. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My Liberty Threads has been outfitting patriotic Americans with t-shirts and blouses to express themselves for years. My Liberty Threads is looking for a few good men and women to carry our American-made branded shirts and sell them at shows and events. We have seen tremendous growth and are expanding. If you are patriotic and have a desire to sell our products, contact us at scottmillerwithmlt at gmail.com or call 407-729-9821 for more information about becoming a My Liberty Threads retailer. 
We've provided you a lot of information about America's Mailbox, including their mail forwarding service, their RV insurance, vehicle registrations, RV repair, RV park, and even their hotel rooms. So if you'd like more information about America's Mailbox, you can visit them at americas-mailbox.com. And if you're in the need for RV services, maybe a home base as a full-time RVer, or maybe just mail forwarding services for your winter or your summer destinations, be sure and give them a call or visit their website. And remember, every time you come to America's Mailbox, you'll be greeted with Welcome home! Whether you're looking for a weekend getaway or to experience full-time RV living, look to Holiday Rambler. Choose from the top-of-the-line Ambassador, the ultimate diesel pusher with luxurious comfort and convenience for the RV lifestyle you've dreamed about. The Vacationer with flexible floor plans and all the amenities you could want in a motorhome. Or the Augusta, great for those family road trips. A perfect traveling companion. Check out all that Holiday Rambler has to offer. Call or go online for more information. Your adventure awaits. Thanks for staying tuned on this special day, our 100th show of American RVer. We're of course in Rapid City, South Dakota, surrounded by the Black Hills and the Badlands and all those wonderful tourist attractions you can go to. But joining me today is Megan Whitman and she's the executive director of Main Street Square right downtown Rapid City. And we're gonna talk about why you might wanna come and be at Rapid City after you've done all your other things. Thanks for joining me, Megan. Thanks for having me. So tell me about Rapid City and what makes it such a special place to come and visit. Uh, Rapid City really has um, uh, culturally boomed in the downtown area. We have a very rich downtown district uh, full of arts, uh -huh. festivals, downtown shopping and dining, and there's something for everybody down here, and uh, and we do that year-round with activities uh, come starting from January all the way to December. Oh, no kidding. Well, I know right behind us you've got this beautiful square with the fountains, the kids are playing. By the way, folks, it's 80 degrees and it's <laughs> September, the end of September. You never so, know what you're going to get here. I guess so. I was afraid we were going to have snow this time of year. So thank you for giving us nice weather, Megan. You bet. Uh, tell us about the square and some of the things that go on here. Well, Main Street Square is a outdoor gathering area for people to come. They can uh, participate in events, uh, bounce in some of the fountains that we have back behind us, and they can also ice skate in the winter months in an ice skating rink that we put in. Oh. Um, so we transition the space throughout the year, right. and we're doing fun things year-round. We do an 18-week concert series. Uh, we also have an art and wine festival, a oh, beer great. festival, oh, wow. and a new event called Taste of South Dakota uh, that features everything uh, South Dakota in one cultural rich event. So whether someone is here in the winter, which you're probably not going to be, <laughs> or the summer, there's plenty to do downtown. There's always yeah. something to do. Well, tell me a little bit about some of the sculptures that I've heard about from Main Street Square. And we're going to meet the artist a little bit later, but if you could just fill us in on what's going on with these granite pieces of rock. Absolutely. Uh, we have the sculpture project here, Passage of Wind and Water. And our sculpture um, artist is Masayuki Nagasi. And he does uh, traditional carving on the stone with a hand and, and chisel. Wow. And he has carved our stones to reflect our, our, our native land of the Badlands and the Black Hills. There's 21 stones that he's carving over a five-year period, and uh, he's currently working in the Black or the Badlands area. And next okay. year he'll start on the Black Hills area, and each stone uh, will be carved to reflect the 
the grasslands or the pine trees or, or anything oh. that is that is native to that area. One unique thing about Yuki and the reason that uh, we really wanted him a part of this project was his uh, passion for the community. He's actually going to be taking cast impressions of community members' handprints and he'll be carving them into the spires right next to us. Oh. And so people can have a little bit of, of themselves uh, actually chiseled into the stone that'll, that'll remain here forever. Um, he's also been very community driven with um, some interaction within the school districts and encouraging more arts um, within our, our local school districts, including uh, the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation and making sure uh, that he has that Native American connection, which so inspired him within this project. Well, good. Well, I think next I'm going to go meet uh, Yuki and maybe see him actually do some stone chipping. I can't call him sculpture because <laughs> there's no way I could do that. All right. Thanks, Megan. Thank I appreciate you taking appreciate a few minutes it. for us. Okay, we're here with Yuki, who is the artist in residence and the sculptor. Um, Yuki, tell me about this granite and how you became inspired to do this project. Well, uh, originally I applied for this project because I knew a little bit about badlands. Oh. And this whole um, project is something to do with badlands right. and the black hills. Right. So that's how I got interested in. Okay. Yeah. And where did you come up with the ideas for the wind and the water and all of that? Well, uh, since I applied and I studied about this region mm -hmm. and uh, uh, got to know about all the transformation, so much change of right. this region. So I was interested in how to express this change mm -hmm. through this culture. Okay. Well, looking at this big piece of granite, and I saw you chipping away, it doesn't look like you have any picture that you're following, how do you create something out of a blank slate? Well, uh, back in California, uh, I studied all the formations mm -hmm. and I made little uh, models and okay. uh, plaster. Okay. So uh, that's how I studied and how to proceed this project. And okay. I brought that model and reflected and enlarged okay. in a scale. So what's the first step in creating something out of granite? Well, uh, Once first, you get here to sculpt. Uh, uh, well, uh, of course, I have to draw on the stone first. Right. Then uh, I can use a few different tools. One is like uh, electric uh, grinder with diamond wheel. Okay. And I can make lines. Mm -hmm. And uh, then some fine edges I can use Pneumatic hammer. It's a little, little pneumatic hammer. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. Something the like that. The sculptor's this. version of a Dremel tool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a little bigger than a Dremel. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> then, you know, I use these points. Right. So many different points, a sharp one and the uh -huh. dull ones, oh. heavy one, light one. Okay. So it depends on how much volume you want to take off right. and what kind of texture you want to get. So you choose those two and just simply, you know, using these hammer and uh, chisels. Yeah. You must be in good shape. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, what? you need patience. Yeah. What is, what's this that I'm looking at oh, here? This is, this is the traditional Japanese carpenter's uh, chalk box. So you okay. have uh, kind of ink, Chinese oh, ink inside. Okay. And, wet. and normally this is uh, uh, chalk line inside, you can extend it and snap it and make sure. it straight dry. Okay. But I just use it for, you know, 
drawing too. So this is a little bamboo piece. Right. And stripping at the end. Oh yeah. So you the... can contain all the liquid inside. Okay. And you can make lime. And so you can you can draw. Right. So okay. It so doesn't go away so quick. Okay. Does it eventually wash away with water? Oh, if you scrub really well, yeah. <laughs> but normally you're going to be chipping it out. Right. Exactly. exactly. Well, what a great project and what a great place to be for five years, five summers. Yeah, it's really <laughs> quite nice, yeah. And yeah. Megan was telling me that you do a lot with the community arts and school yes, kids yes, and that. Yes, uh, I, I originally had many workshops before I started uh -huh. and I got to know, you know, different body of community people. And uh, now I'm sponsoring one of the uh, little school children uh, visual art education. Okay. Which is called the Top Teaching Art Program. Okay. Uh, so that's incorporated with the Dar Art Center. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, it sounds like you have become part of the Rapid City community. Yes. Also, some other artists like uh, dance artists and mm -hmm. the poetry people, mm -hmm. you know, they cooperate together. Okay, so, so it's not just about sculpture. No, there's many things going on. Good, so yeah. this year you're doing how many stones? Uh, this year I'm working on these three pieces, one, two, and three. Okay, yeah. and next year, three more? Oh, no, next year I think I have to work maybe several. Yeah, over okay. here, you know, okay. different uh, cities. Okay. Well, fantastic. Thank you for taking a couple minutes out and oh, telling welcome. us a little bit about what you're doing. I you're appreciate welcome. it. Okay, thanks for joining us on this edition of American RVer. We're so glad you stayed with us, and we'll see you next month.